Hey everybody, Brian McClanahan here. Are you looking for a great educational website? Then go to McClanahanAcademy.com. That's McClanahanAcademy.com. Enroll free of charge. Get a free class, 10 Myths of American History when you do enroll. Look, I've got awesome classes there. Classes on the Constitution, classes on the Civil War, classes on secession, classes on American history. A whole slew of great stuff just waiting for you. Go to McClanahanAcademy.com, enroll, and get a real history education. A group of progressives in Michigan feel betrayed by people they thought were their fellow travelers. I'll talk about that on this episode of The Brian McClanahan Show. It's time to think locally and act locally. Welcome to The Brian McClanahan Show. Welcome back to The Brian McClanahan Show. Glad to have you back on the program. Very glad to be here. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, like my Facebook page, and subscribe to my YouTube page where you can watch this podcast. Find all those social media accounts on my webpage, brianmcclanahan.com. That's B-R-I-O-N, mcclanahan.com. While you're there, give me that email address. I'll give you a free ebook, Forgotten Founders, free audiobook of the same title, read by yours truly. You can support the show by going to mcclanahanacademy.com. You've already heard about that, but purchase a class or 20 there, and you keep this podcast free of charge. You can also go to brianmcclanahan.com, click on the support tab. You can throw a few pennies my way. You can also go to Spotify for podcasters, do the same thing. Or if you're watching on YouTube, click on that little heart under the video. That'll help keep this show free of charge as well. But as always, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Let people know you love it. Share it around on social media. Give it that five-star review. and Leave a text review wherever you can and comment on YouTube for the algorithm. Also, send me those show requests. I do want to see what you want to hear. It keeps the show fresh and keeps you engaged. All right, well, I got this uh, through social media. And it's an article in the Washington Post about a Detroit town that is now entirely controlled. The city government is entirely controlled by Muslims. And this has created a real stir in this Detroit town because, or Detroit suburb, I should say, because, well, these Muslims aren't playing nice with the progressives in town. And the progressives in town feel betrayed because, well, they supported them. They thought they were one of them. And this creates a very interesting topic, I think, to me. First of all, it's the think locally, act locally issue because you've got people in this town that want to push back against essentially the leftist agenda is what they're trying to do, and they're doing it because of their religion. Now, they don't openly say that because, well, if they did, there might be some legal issues, maybe civil rights issues involved. But on the other hand, they're doing it because of their own religion, so we have that issue. But the other thing, of course, is that the Progressive Alliance really is a very weak alliance, and it's opportunistic. There will be people that will vote for this stuff because they think that it's going to get them power, and generally that's what happens. And then when they get it, they're going to do whatever they want to do. The progressives in America are just pretty darn stupid when it comes to what they think other people want to do with them. In fact, uh, the only people that I think, and this has been the case for a long time, that will even tolerate most of these people are American conservatives that are not foreigners. These are, these are uh, Native American conservatives. They'll tolerate the left in ways that other people won't. This is the amazing thing about all this. The tolerance level uh, that other groups are going to have for this progressive agenda is going to be just about zero. 
in many local areas. So I'm gonna. This is a Washington Post piece. It's pretty interesting. Uh, it's entitled "A Pride Flag Ban Sparks Accusations of Betrayal in Tiny Michigan City." Now, first of all, there are a couple of instructive things about this. What they did here was pretty remarkable. These uh, the Muslims on the city council. They simply said, we're just not going to allow any flags to be flown on, on city property other than the U.S. flag, the state flag, and the PO, POW MIA flag. That's it. That's all we're allowing to be flown on city property. Well, isn't that logical? I mean, first of all, this is a logical thing that these people just did. Ah, this is what we're going to do. We're not flying any other flag. Nothing. I'm going to fly this flag or that flag. We're going to fly the, the state flag, the U.S. flag, and this POW MIA flag. That's it. You can fly whatever flag you want anywhere else. But see, that's where the piece gets, oh, by doing this, they're sparking hate, you see, because this is going to lead to, it's going to spill over into the rest of the community and people are going to feel threatened. This really shows you what the leftist agenda is. You see, they should be fine with this. All right, on city property, we're not going to allow anything but just very vanilla, straight down the line. We're not the group that is in power in the city council isn't saying we got to fly, you know, another flag. We got to fly this flag or that flag. It's just going to be the the official flags, the state flags, the U.S. flag, and then a flag that would support veterans. This shouldn't be. This shouldn't really be um, a big issue, but it is because to the left, they want to have the opportunity to force their agenda on the rest of the people there, which is in conflict with what the majority culture in that town wants. So think locally, act locally has worked here. These people took it over. Uh, a lot of Muslims moved into this area. They're not on board with the leftist agenda, the social, the culture war agenda there. They just said, we're not going to tolerate this. And boom, it's gone. Now, you can fly whatever flag you want on your own property. They haven't said anything about that, and they can't do anything about that. But when it comes to city property, this is what they did. This could be a model for anywhere else in the United States. We're just not going to have that here. We're not going to fly any of that. We're not going to do any of that. But the response, the reaction is interesting. So let me get into the story. This is in Ham Ham uh, Tramac, Ham Tramac, I guess is how you say that. Ham Tramac, Michigan. This city of about 28,000 was once so Polish it was dubbed Little Warsaw. <clears throat> but in recent decades, an influx of immigrants gave Hamtramck a new character. Bengali and Arabic joined English on signs at City Hall. Uh, Yemeni and Bangladeshi mosques, restaurants, and shops proliferated. So now you have a large influx of immigrants, which of course the left wanted. They want all these people to come in. And then when these people finally came in and changed the culture of the town, now they don't like that anymore. So it puts, it's, it's showing you the cracks in progressive ideology. Because see, they thought these people were going to be allies with them. Come on in. We're going to have you here because we're going to defeat those evil conservatives in this town with your votes. And then when all these people move in and they get power, then they're going to do exactly what they want with their own culture. And of course, these people are more rigidly tied to their own particular culture. They're not assimilation. They're not going to believe in assimilation or anything the American left wants to export around the world. They don't like it. They think it's disgusting. They're not going to assimilate with that. They're not even going to assimilate with the language. 
all the years of the discussion about, uh, you know, the melting pot is a bad idea. We need to toss salad mentality. We need to have all these people come in. They just you know, have all these different groups. And then we're not going to have any assimilation. We're not going to force it on anyone. This is the byproduct. If you don't force assimilation, this is what you get. Now, to say this, for the lefties to come out and actually criticize these people, they're afraid of that because that could, they could get them charged with racism or uh, you know, anti-Muslim uh, smears. They could get all of that. So they don't want to do that. We just feel betrayed. We just feel betrayed is all it is. We're not against you. We just feel betrayed by you. You should just go and, and, and do what we want you to do. And they're saying, nah, I don't think so. We're going to do what we want to do because, well, we're the mayor and the city council. This is what we're going to do. So all these people that, that decided they were going to let people in and do this and do that or do whatever you want, this is the, this is the result of mass immigration. It's the result. These people would have been better off in, for their own leftist agenda not to have anybody else move into the town. They probably would have gotten away with anything they wanted for the most part. Why? Because the non-immigrant population would have been more tolerant. And I think in some ways more afraid to get sued or to be painted with, with bad words. The groups that have moved in just don't care. And last year, a Muslim who immigrated from Yemen as a teenager became mayor. The city's first leader in nearly a century with no Polish roots. Alongside was believed to be the nation's only all-Muslim city council. Many residents in this tiny enclave just north of downtown Detroit saw these changes as a sign of Hamtramck's progressiveness. It's progressive. Look, we have all these people, these immigrants come in. This is, we're, just so, we're just so proud of this. It's so progressive. The Muslim community that had previously experienced discrimination, including voter intimidation and resistance to mosques, public call to prayer, had finally taken its seats at the table. So the Muslim community in this town, which was discriminated against, by who? I don't know. I mean, they don't really get into that in the piece. Was this going on here? Or was this going on somewhere else? Or just, just there? Has finally taken its seat at the table. Not just that. They control the city council. Yet the ethnic, cultural, and religious diversity that made Hamtramck something of a model is being put severely to the test. All the inclusiveness for these people that aren't really interested in inclusiveness is now rearing its head, right? I mean, these they don't really want that. They're going to use it. It's a vehicle. It's a pathway for them to gain power. And then when they get it, they're going to do away with all this stuff. Progressives are, in this town are shocked by this. These people, we supported you. We were with you. Yeah, okay, that's great. We got power. Now go away. You see? I find this fascinating. In June, after divisive debate, the six-member council blocked the display of pride flags on city property, action that has angered allies and members of the LGBTQ plus community who feel that the support they provided the immigrant groups has been reciprocated with betrayal. Now again, they blocked the display of pride flags on city property. You can display them anywhere else you want, your house, your business. Nobody's saying you can't do that. We're just not going to have any of this on city property. Now, imagine if this flag was, say, I don't know, the Confederate flag, right? 
And these Muslims went out and said, we're just not going to have that on property. Progress. Oh, yes, yes, this is very good. This is very good. We don't want to have that. That's divisive. That's divisive. This flag is inclusionary. Well, the Muslims are saying it's not. It's not inclusionary. It's divisive. That flag doesn't include us. That flag is anti. It's, it's, it's spitting in our face as from our religion. It's not something that we support. So it's not really inclusionary. It's divisive. And what the, the mayor and the city council said, we're just not allowing any flags here. We're not going to have anything that could be divisive. Nothing. But you see that flag, which is now being flown on state property all over the place, city property, state property, even the White House, this is what they want. They want to replace various images with that. These groups are saying, no, we're not having that. We're not going to have that here in this town. It's not going to be on this in this town. It's a beautiful use of think locally, act locally. It doesn't reflect the culture and the beliefs of the majority of that town. And they're just not going to tolerate it. The thing is, I'm not so certain anything's going to happen with this except a bunch of complaining. Why? Because they can't... I mean, if, if they go out and sue these people, again, it's going to, it's going to put the progressive ideology to the test. If they sue them, they could be called anti-Muslim. If they sue them, they could be called racist. So they're not going to do it. Now, again, if this situation was reversed and it was, say, the Confederate flag or something like that, well, then there's going to be a lawsuit and everything else because that's divisive. What these progressives are starting to figure out is that their symbols are also divisive. They're divisive. And they're not going to have any of it. And I think this is what people have started saying. All right, well, we're just not going to have any of this stuff. If we got to tear down monuments, let's not have any monuments. If we got to tear down flags, let's not have any flags. We're just going to get rid of all of it. But that's C. That's not what these people want. They want to have their monuments and their flags and their symbols, but everything else has to go away. This is important. It's instructive to show you who these people really are. We welcomed you, former council member Katrina Stockpoles, a retired social worker who identifies as gay, recalls telling the council this summer. We created nonprofits to help feed, clothe, find housing. We did everything we could to make your transition here easier. And this is how you repay us? By stabbing us in the back? So look at all the things we did to help you. We provided all this nonprofit help, and we welcomed you in. We brought you here because you were going to vote for us. You were going to vote for our agenda. And the Muslim community said, we're not going to vote for your agenda. We don't really like you. We don't really like your lifestyle. We don't really like what you think. And we're not going to do it. It's against what we think. It's against our religion. It's against our beliefs. And so here you have the rub. The council's unanimous vote in the middle of Pride Month seemed, in, seemed intentional to stack poll and others. Though the resolution banned not only the rainbow flag, but all flags except for the U.S. state, city, and POW MIA banners. Mayor Amir Ghalib, 43, defends the action as one of neutrality, saying no group should be able to promote a political agenda on city property. Well, that makes sense, right? I mean, you've got a city, so you have the city flag. I forgot about the city flag. U.S. state, city, and POW MIA banner. So you, got, you can have three flags on the property. You can have the U.S. flag, you can have the state flag, you have the city flag. We're not going to allow any political agenda. Now, notice what he just did there. Saying that that flag, whatever flag they want to fly in that community, the LBGTQ plus community, that flag is a political flag. It is a political agenda. We're not going to have any of that, except for the state, the city, and the U.S. flag. 
Now, POWMIA, that's not a political flag. Most people don't look at it that way. Just honoring people that have been veterans, missing in action, prisoners of war. It's something that's not really political. You have people on both sides of the aisle that appreciate that. It's not political at all. But the other stuff, they're calling it out. We're not targeting anybody, he said recently. We're trying to close the door for other groups that could be extremist or racist. Not everyone buys that, you see. Not everyone buys it. The sole purpose was absolutely to go after the gay pride flag, maintains Josh Hansnecht, a local middle school teacher and president of the Hemtramac Queer Alliance. The issue has laid bare tension between the LGBT plus community and socially conservative Muslims like the mayor. These, these people don't want this stuff thrown in their face. They're not going to tolerate it at all. They won't tolerate it. Whereas in many cases, you know, moderate Christians in America, they'll tolerate this. They'll tolerate it. They won't do much about it. Muslims tend to just say, eh, it's gone. We're just not going to tend. We're just not going to go with that. The ban did not create the conflict, but emboldened people, said Hans Neck 28. It expanded on that tension. It also triggered a spike in thefts and vandalism of pride flags on private property. Now, again, imagine the pride flag. If you just replace that with Confederate flags, what's happened? That flag has been banned. That flag has been a purely American symbol that millions of people have ties to in the United States. Millions, because they're descended from Confederate veterans. What's happened? Well, it's been stolen. It's been vandalized. All kinds of things have happened to it. We even have people publicly at South Carolina climbing a flagpole to take it down to steal it. And yet that's okay. Police are supporting it because that supports a political agenda. In this case, they don't like the political agenda that's coming out of this. People are just saying, you know, we're just not going to tolerate this anymore. So again, replace it with any other symbol and the Washington Post would be cheering this. They would say, well, this has led to a spike in these thefts. Isn't that great? But in this case, well, this is bad. One YouTube video shows teenagers egging homes that were flying the flag. Again, imagine if that flag was another flag. And there was videos of people egging a home with that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. These people deserve it. These people deserve it. You see? It shows you the agenda. It shows you the bias. It shows you what's happening here. Some people like 23-year-old Selena Briggs are talking about moving out of the city, saying they no longer feel welcome. Well, I'm sure that the, uh, the Muslims are heartbroken over that. <laughs> They're probably, can, can we help you pack your bags? Is probably their, their response. I don't feel comfortable even to hold hands with my girlfriend, said Briggs, a lesbian who works at a cell phone shop on Joseph Campu Street. A main commercial thoroughfare lined with mostly aging storefronts where furniture, clothing, jewelry, and cannabis can be bought. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to get rid of that too. Look, that's coming. They won't give those people business licenses. You see. Progressives are starting to figure out that these people aren't really their allies. They are socially conservative and they don't want to tolerate any of this stuff. Because of Amtrak's historical diversity... A reflection of immigrants from Poland, Albania, Ukraine, Yemen, and Bangladesh, among other countries. The city likes to describe itself as the world in two square miles. Its neighborhoods are filled with small, tightly packed single-family homes and duplexes. Many were built well before World War II. 
Flags have long held important symbolism here. A 2013 Council resolution directed the Human Relations Commission to manage the display of those representing various groups and nationalities on the city's 18 polls on Joseph Campau. The pride flag went up across from City Hall in 2021, but only after then-Mayor Karen Majewski broke a 3-3 council tie. The next year, despite some officials' opposition, it flew along with flags representing various countries, the African Union, Cherokee Nation, and others. Today, the Stars and Stripes top every poll. <laughs> so they've done is said, yeah, we're not going to tolerate any of this stuff. We're not going to have any of that because that's not what we believe in. Hemtramack isn't the only city with pride flag squabbles. Similar bans have been implemented in small communities and school districts in Ohio, Wisconsin, Utah, and California. And in Washington, some Republicans in Congress have sought to strip pride flags from federal government property. Well, it should be stripped. I mean, it shouldn't be there. None of these things. Like, yeah, this is, this is the thing. Well, we're just not going to have any of this stuff. And this is what the community, Muslim community said, or the, the, the mayor. We're just not going to have any of this stuff. We're just not going to do any of it because it creates political tension. It creates conflict. Why isn't my flag there? Why isn't this flag there? Why isn't that flag there? We'll just get rid of them all. We'll just have 18 U.S. flags. I mean, it's kind of silly in a way to have all of that anyways. It'd be probably better to dig up those flagpoles and put some trees in or something. To have 18 flags? Come on now. How silly. I mean, this, is, this goes back to World War II in some ways, and I've talked about this before, and World War II being a turning point because nobody really flew the U.S. flag before that at all. Nobody did any of this stuff. World War II changes some things. And people thought, well, i got to fly flags all over the place. Sometimes the dispute has gone beyond rhetoric. On August 18th, Laura Ann Carlton was killed at her clothing store in Cedar Glen, California, after a man tore down the pride flag she had out in front and yelled, homophobic slurs before opening fire. Police responded and fatally shot him. Well, I mean, that's horrible. Nobody wants any violence. But how do we know that that was result of a California flag ban or in that town? We don't know that. This is just, I mean, it's... This is, this is correlation, not causation. There's no, there's no evidence this guy had anything. He just didn't like that. And he does something horrible. Confrontation in Hamtramck has been without violence, but no less contentious. At the June meeting with the, when the council voted to remove all flags, a lesbian couple went before the council to express opposition to the ban, then embraced in a dramatic kiss, triggering a wave of discomfort in the audience. An elderly Muslim man closed his eyes and covered his heart with his hand. The mayor, a healthcare worker at a local clinic, stresses that the city welcomes all. He notes that no other constituencies have objected to the blanket ban on the flag. Of course not. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nacelli, who was a lesbian, weighed in after the resolution passed. I think the city of Hamtramck, to, to use its voice to speak up for all its people, take down the wall you have now built that has made this proud city into a national embarrassment. Nessel said at a protest rally at the park across from City Hall, Make no mistake, homophobia, transphobia are indeed forms of evil as much as Islamophobia is. Many Muslims and other residents support the council's decision, the mayor insists. I'm sure they do. I don't like the fact that the LGBTQ community is publicly having these flags everywhere, and it's being forced on me, said Amin Hack, 26, an Uber driver who is of Bangladeshi descent. There's no problem being gay or lesbian, but keep it to yourself. Just don't push it on us. And I think this is generally what people are thinking about this, probably the majority in America. But most people are afraid to speak out about this because they can be called bigots or something else. 
But I think this is what the, probably the general consensus is. Nobody wants anybody to be hurt or any violence or anything like that. It's just they recognize this as a political agenda. And they don't like it. And they want it gone. And they want it out of their face. And in this community, they said, we're not going to tolerate any of this. Stackpole, who served on the council from 2008 to 2012, thinks the real rift is between the LGBTQ plus community and the city's male leadership, backed by Hamtramck's conservative mosques. Neighbors are not pitted against neighbors, she said. Everybody I know gets along with her neighbors on a one-to-one -one basis. We mow each other's grass. We look out for each other's kids. Our children play together. Well, this is not the case in any situation. I mean, you could have said this at any time. People like to paint you know, different communities. Let's so say in the South, you know, you have racial tension. Well, the most, for the most part, it's non-existent. People go to the same school together. They, they, they know each other. They talk to each other. They shop together. They go to things together. They go to restaurants together. All that stuff. Every, all that exists. And they tolerate each other on an individual basis. It's always been groups and group identity that, and also people get bristle when they think something's being forced on them and foisted on them. They don't want to deal with it. Just be you. It's kind of like the live and let live mentality. Most Americans are in line with that. Just live and let live. You do you and your own business. Just don't force it on me. I don't want to see what you're doing. Just leave me out of it. Anthropologist Rumana Rahman, who chairs the local beautification committee, echoes those sentiments. In a city where low-income immigrants are a significant part of the population, she sees most getting along with the LGBTQ plus community. And the real concerns are not a pride flag, but worries about the challenges of daily life. There's lead in the water. There's lead in the soil. There's trash overflowing in the alleys. Potholes in the roads, said Rahman, 41, who is from Bangladesh. A lot of the factory workers here don't have cars. These are their problems. So again, those are the things that people are worried about. Anyone who thought the controversy might soon go away was mistaken. The tension surfaced again in early September when the mayor and city council balked at marching next to the Hamtramck Queer Alliance in the Labor Day Parade. Basically, they wanted to destroy our image in front of our supporters by making us look like we were leading the queer group when all those flags, with all those flags flying behind us, Khalib said in a statement afterwards. He managed to arrange a ride in a white SUV at the front of the parade, several spots removed from his concern. The, notice they didn't say these people can't be in the parade. They just weren't going to march with them. And again, this is against their religion. They just don't, they don't want it. They don't support it. The people there don't support it. The Labor Day Festival Committee also issued a statement last week saying the event was organized to celebrate the diversity that makes Hamtramck unique. We are saddened to hear that Mayor Galib has expressed a complaint about being in the parade in proximity to a rainbow flag or a display of LGBTQ plus pride. Now again, the, the progressives are walking a real tightrope here with their ideology. They don't really know what to do. Well, we support this and we're against Islamophobia. You see, so if you're against Islamophobia, then you should support us. But they're saying, no, nah, nah, that's not what we're going to do. We don't, we don't like your lifestyle. This is really interesting in this, this very fragile alliance the left has created and all these phobias and, and you know, uh, marginal groups and immigrate, immigrants and everything else. It's a really interesting situation developing in these blue states now. How is this going to shake out? I think that... American progressives are going to be sorely disappointed in the long run about how this works for them. It's not going to work very well at all. These people might support them maybe on some economic issues, though I don't know about that. Maybe on some uh, 
some uh, political issues, but not on the culture war. They're not going to be on board with it. It's just not going to happen. As for Henschnecht, who walked in the parade holding the Alliance's bright yellow banner, two square miles for all of it, it proclaimed the incident only reinforced what he believed from the start. The flag ban, he said, has always been about being anti-queer rather than the neutrality they claim. So, um, Anyways, this is an interesting situation. It shows you what Think Locally, Act Locally does. The community doesn't, doesn't reflect their values for the majority. They're going to do what they're going to do. But it also explains this very weird alliance that we have uh, on the left. And that is probably not going to go well for them ultimately. Particularly on the culture war. The culture war is a breaking point for a lot of people in America. And we're going to see how that plays out long term. But I found this piece fascinating. Wanted to talk, fascinating. Wanted to talk about it for a minute. And I'll see you next time on the Brian McLean Hand Show. See you then.